DDCO at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We have a very special episode coming at you this week. We are going to be replacing actors from well-known movies with baseball players. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, just uh, replace an actor, recast, whatever, and stick a baseball player in there. (laughs) Right. Uh, Not to be mistaken with uh, replacing baseball players with actors, or in this case, Jeremy, musicians. Do you remember when Garth Brooks was invited to spring training with the San Diego Padres? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just looking what happened here. This was in 1999. Jeremy, in that spring training, he went 1 for 22, uh, an average of 045, and his lone <laughs> hit was a pinch hit second inning single off Mike Soratka of the Chicago Ooh, White Sox. Wow. That's rough. That, you know, you're, you're, the, you're the guy who gave up a, a single to uh, Garth Brooks. <laughs> that's funny. Mike Soratka, like, it was okay for uh, maybe a season or two, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow, that's. I wonder if he like maybe he's a country music fan and he grooved one to to Garth Brooks. Right, right. It could um, be like the guy who gave up the last home run to Mickey Mantle. Uh, oh, actually, that was uh, that was our boy, thirty one wins. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Denny McLean. Really? Yeah, he, he, he grooved uh, one to him. Yeah, they said they said he grooved one to Mickey Mantle because Mickey Mantle was like his favorite player. You know, when, uh, when he was a kid. Okay. So uh, yeah, it was like Mickey Mantle's maybe last home run. Okay. They uh, say they grooved one to uh, Cal Ripken in that All Star game too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot who threw it, but and didn't somebody groove one to Derek Jeter in like Derek Jeter's last All Star game? Maybe. Oh, um, maybe it maybe. might have been. But you know, this is the you know, a long sordid history. We should do a mini sode <laughs> on like uh, uh, incidents like that. Yeah, right. Uh, Oddly enough, Jeremy, before we leave this topic, uh, Garth Brooks was also uh, invited to 2000 spring training with the Mets, where he went 0 for 17 with four walks, and also 2000. <laughs> Why did he walk? <laughs> Why did he walk four times? <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I just need, I need to set the table for my teammates on this one. Uh, yeah, and he was also uh, invited with the Royals in 2004, where they said he got a single off of uh, Mike Myers, who I referenced uh, when we were um, playing baseball uh, at your bachelor party. Uh, My M A W M A Y. Yeah, uh, Mike Myers spelled like the actor Mike Myers. Oh, there okay. you go. Uh, M-E- yeah. okay. M Y E R S. Um, yeah, he was like a lefty submarine yeah, pitcher, yeah. I okay. think. A loogie. Okay. Okay. Um, finally, Jeremy, in 2019, he was invited to. I didn't read about this. He was invited to spring training with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, yeah. He didn't play, but he was there. He's 57 years old now. Ooh, I wonder if he committed a crime uh, just to fit in with the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why was though? Like, why was Garth Brooks, um, you know, even invited to? Uh, uh, spring, yeah, spring why is he, training. Why is he given all this access to, to yeah, Major League Baseball? Yeah, no, I have no I, fucking clue. No, I mean, I know Kurt Russell almost played, like, pro baseball. He was on the battered bastards of baseball team. Yeah. So, like, there are a couple of uh, guys who could actually throw down. I mean, I imagine maybe Kevin Costner was an okay baseball player. Maybe he's maybe. a big fan. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I, I kind of doubt that he would be a good baseball player. But, um... Uh, yeah, so there there are, there have been some uh, uh, you know actors and baseball players who have sort of uh, mixed careers, but yeah, Garth Brooks seems like an odd one. But anyway, folks, that's what we're going to be doing for this week's episode. Is we're going to be uh, episode number fifty eight, which is the Jonathan Papelbon episode, another closer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it is episode fifty eight, the Jonathan Papelbon episode. Um, so Jack, I uh, you know I will uh, share my my little tale of my little uh, tale that I have of, with uh, Jonathan Papelbon. No, he didn't choke me out in the dugout. Um, did he grab? Did he 
he grab his crotch at you <laughs> after he blew a save? No, I don't no, think he did he that didn't. either. Yeah. He didn't. Um, but um, uh, a guy who I work with, uh, I, I'm not going to take credit for this, but a guy that I work with, um, he calls, well, he likes to insert the the, the, the word bag into people's names uh, in reference to, to douchebag. Um, not rosin bag, but douchebag. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he calls Jonathan Papelbon Jonathan Papelbag. <laughs> and uh, it's it just it's it couldn't be more fitting for a guy who is a legitimate douchebag, right? Um, um, which may or may not be PC to say, but uh, I, I, we'll we'll let Jonathan Pelabon file the the report on that. One. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so uh, I was um, I was at, this was before the Cole Hamels no hitter, the much ballyhooed Cole Hamels no hitter uh, in 2015. But Papelbon was the closer for that team, and um, I was uh, tweeting for. A um, a uh, very prominent uh, like online baseball news source that isn't Yahoo or uh, you know um, Sports Illustrated or ESPN or whatever, um, but it's they're you know really uh, 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 highly trafficked website right around um, you know the trade deadline and you know the hot stove uh, baseball. Uh, so you know you've probably gone to the site, uh, but I was tweeting for them and um, <clears throat> I was tweeting for an account that um, uh, would keep track of the use of closers, um, just so for fantasy purposes, like you knew, like if your closer you know, through like, you know, 35 pitches the day before, he might not pitch the next day. Or if he pitched like two days in a row, he might not pitch that night or whatever. And so um, I was, uh, I had that account uh, saved to my phone. And uh, I was, I just wanted a tweet from my personal account that like, because, okay, so before, during batting practice, Jonathan Papelbon was walking around the infield with like his shirt sleeves like pulled up and maybe even torn off. He looked like Ricky Vaughn. He was yep. just like strutting around the infield like he owned the goddamn place. And so I was just going to tweet like, uh, I'm at the at the Cubs game right now. Papelbag is strutting around like he owns the damn place. That was like the tweet I was going to tweet out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I did not realize is that I was signed into that that news uh, account's website and not my own. And so I tweeted that from the account. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Like, and I deleted it real quick. And then um, I tweeted it again, but I, again, forgot to sign out of that account and oh, into my own. Yeah. So I actually tweeted it twice. <laughs> and the guy who runs the website yeah. like saw it. And um, the like lucky thing is that it wasn't able, it wasn't traceable to who was tweeting it because it could have been anyone who had the login. And there was right. like four different guys who like covered the 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 site, uh, you know, per night or whatever. And so the guy sent a, a direct message to everyone logged into the thing, and he's like, "I don't know who's tweeting this, but this is not appropriate." Mm-hmm. And um, and like, and it's funny because like it could have been construed as closer news or whatever, and, right? Like, you know. Um, it, it, yeah, so it was a funny thing. So that was like a weird omen to start off that day. Yeah. Um, and I was feeling weird about it. I'm like, and you know, it was no big deal. If, even if, if they like fired me or something, it was, it was not a really big deal. Um, uh, but uh, I was like kind of worried. I was like, I was like all like all kind of shook up about that. And then it quickly peeled away to, as a no hitter was coming into place. But that's my Jonathan Papelbon story. No, that's pretty good. Well, uh, it, I think it kind of fits in the spirit of uh, you know guys walking around like being divas and, and actors. It certainly seems like Jonathan Papelbon was uh, doing that that day. And I yeah, mean, there sure. there are definitely far worse things you could like text or send to people. That's like than you know bad news of a, a closer. You yeah, know? for sure. Uh, like 
mistakenly send send there. You know, here in the age, <laughs> yes, of 2019, yes, for sure. So, um, uh, so Jeremy, we each have a couple of uh, of things or of, of actors we would recast. My first one, um, I guess I'll just start off with this: would be Sean Rodriguez as Captain Jack Sparrow. Ah, uh, yes, perfect. Um, perfect. I, I, I feel like first of all, just looks wise, uh, it works. Or like Sean Rodriguez was uh, on the Pirates for so long, yeah. that I don't know that he became a pirate. And he He's became like, a pirate. Yeah. He looks like a pirate. Uh, yes. Still does, but he he had like the just like your your typical central casting like look for a pirate. Like he's uh, he's got that you know kind of he's got a shitty looking beard. Yeah, and like a string like a, a pencil thin goatee or yeah, whatever. Yeah, pencil thin goatee, long like uh, long long hair, but like it's not. It doesn't seem like it's well kept uh, these you, days. It's mostly in a man bun. Yeah. Um, you know, he even, uh, yeah, just even just the, the shape of his face, like if he was in like swashbuckling gear, um, you know, he, he would look the part cause he's For kind sure. of like a thin, uh, lanky kind of <laughs> dude. Definitely. Um, and also I, I feel like, so, you know, some of these movie characters that are like, uh, you know, seen as, as cool in the universe of like their stories would be shitty people to know in real life. <laughs> like Jack Sparrow being one of them. Like he's always drunk. He's always like screwing around, uh, probably yeah. always late for everything he uh-huh. he uh, he does, and like completely unreliable. I've never seen any of the pirates movies. Okay. Jack, is yeah. he is he kind of like a clod, like a klutz? Yeah, he's he's like a clod, uh, a klutz. I mean, he, he actually always ends up uh, getting the uh, the the job done. He whatever. saves the day, yeah, whatever but. it is. But um, I mean, yeah, even in uh, within that universe of those movies, he's like a. a a polarizing uh, figure. Sure. Um, and yeah, so I, I feel like Sean Rodriguez would be, you know, just is kind of just a generally unpleasant, uh, you know, uh, athlete as a baseball fan yeah, to uh, sure. to be aware of. Yeah. Um, and it's you know, and we we brought Sean Rodriguez up on the podcast up on this podcast before. It's he, not our fault that he's still in the league. Yeah. Right. Playing for a team, the Phillies, that's vying for a playoff spot. Which yeah. Blows my mind. He's an easy target. Yes. He um, is. And uh, yeah, he's probably like the most laughable player in the league right now. Yeah. And, uh, I just wish it would be nice if maybe he started like grooming his hair like a mane, like a filly, like a like a horse. Right. You know yeah. that would be that would be nice, a female horse. But uh, right. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just a, a totally jokeable, laughable guy. Like, uh, and not like in a, a nice way. In a way that's like you're a clown, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremy maybe he could replace, uh, you know, shakes the clown or something. He's <laughs> a fucking clown. But yeah. It it kind of blows my mind that you've never seen any of the pirates movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to avoid. I I haven't seen the. I, I mean, I've really only seen one, and I think I've seen parts of the other ones. Okay. But like one one was a hard movie to avoid when it came out. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. I was, um, you know, revolting. I was raging against the machine or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, can't, can't do it. Can't. Well, I never thought it was that great. Well, uh, there you go. So, who do you got, Jeremy? Well, um, I'll go with one that's kind of like um, uh, this. Will be my 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 rounding up, like starting off my, my five here. Um, is uh, one. It's a little little bit obvious, but uh, I'll say. Um, we're recasting uh, the role of um, Scott from uh, Teen Wolf. Okay. Michael J. Fox. We're going to go with Jason Worth. Ah, yeah. Okay. Just so- guy, and then only when he wolfed out, um, <laughs> you know, he, he'll be Jason Worth. I yeah. think, and, and I was going to say this about Sean Rodriguez. Like, I feel like if, for, if, if Sean Rodriguez tunes into this episode, even though we were totally dragging him, all he'll walk away with being like, yeah, all right, they do think I look like a pirate. And it's like, I don't want to give him that satisfaction, you know? Right. I almost don't want to give Jason Worth the satisfaction of saying like, yeah, man, you look like the Wolfman. Cool. Like, good job. Yeah. You know, uh, because I don't see how you can look like that and not... 
just be praying that everyone would come up to you and say like, "Hey, Wolfman, how you doing, Wolfman?" Right. You know, Jason Worth. No, you're Jason Wolf. You know, like like so. I, I almost don't want to give him the credit of being like, "Hey, man, you're so manly that you can grow hair on your." upper cheeks uh, but but you're Jason Worth you're the wolf man so um yeah so uh I'll, and I'll go with Teen Wolf uh maybe maybe he should be the 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 you know the, the classic wolf man but right. but I recall Teen Wolf had like kind of longer hair sure. when, he, when he wolfed out so um yeah so Jason Worth as uh Michael J Fox's character in uh, Teen Wolf um uh Jeremy I wonder if there's a the Nationals probably wanted to find some sort of silver bullet that could void uh. void his contract <laughs> I chance he had like a yes. hundred and sixty million dollar contract for some for some reason they gave it to Jason Worth. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it stands up there. Um, I think the Cubs maybe overshadowed that yeah. with the with the Jason Hayward. We're gonna get to that in a second. Okay, perfect. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, just one more thing about uh, Jason Worth is that I think we saw him hit a home run in a game against James Shields uh, okay. at the White Sox at, at versus the White Sox when yeah. he was on the Nationals. Um, okay. Yeah, we, that was also a game where Danny Espinosa hit one. I don't think James uh, Shields lasted two innings in that one. But yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure Jason Worth at a home run. I've still got my box score. It must have killed uh, Danny Espinosa that he was on the team with Jason Worth because Danny Espinosa seems like the kind of guy who like would shave. And, like, like they show that like time lapse where like Homer shaves, right? And then, like his like his beard grows in. It's like Danny Espinosa seemed like he could shave at the beginning of the game and have a full beard by the end of the game. Yeah, right. Talk about being completely overshadowed. Yes. You know, by, by Jason Worth. Is Danny Espinosa still playing? I don't think I, so, I don't but think I so. did see him... Um, was that last year in in the Triple A? I think game? you mentioned that yes. you did see Danny Espinosa. Yeah, with the, ba- in with that the baby game. cakes. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Jeremy, my second one. You brought up Jason Hayward. Is uh, it's actually Jason Hayward as Hancock. Uh, from the Will Smith movie Hancock, yes. you remember that movie? Yeah, it was did he have superpowers or something? Or yeah, he was just a superhero? Uh, so so that that was a movie where I feel like everybody was uh, like looking forward to it. They, they were like, oh, this could be like the sleeper hit of this year because I remember it came in uh, came out in I think two thousand eight, which mm-hmm. was the year I was moving to Chicago. Um, and so yeah, everybody was really excited about it. They're like, oh, you know, the Dark Knight is uh, you know it's coming out, but like also also Hancock too. It's like this movie about like a guy who's like homeless. But he's also a, a, a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then it came out, and it was a huge disappointment. And nobody, yeah. <laughs> and nobody, nobody really liked it. Yeah. But it was also overshadowed like that. You know, the fact that nobody liked it was just sort of overshadowed by the fact that the Dark Knight was such a huge phenomenon at yeah. the time that yeah. like it, it sort of helped. Uh, it was like a little sugar with like the the bitter pill to swallow of like that movie <laughs> sucking so much. Yeah, right. Which is like the Cubs. Like signing Jason Hayward to this massive contract and then winning the World Series, yeah. which completely like overshadowed the first like three horrible seasons that Jason Hayward had with yeah. the team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like it was all forgiven. Yeah, um, the magnitude of that could yeah it erased you know all those years of, of futility from Jason Hayward. Not right, just, not just the first year. No, um, like a little story about that movie. So uh, I, I moved here in August of two thousand eight, but I think that movie came out in I want to say maybe July of two thousand eight. So I was like going down to visit my friend uh, uh, and podcast listener Steve and also our friend Chris as well uh, like in July just to like kind of get some things sorted out and whatnot and like Chris was staying down there too at that time so the plan was that like I was on the night I got there we're gonna hang out and we were gonna see the movie Hancock Uh but like I I guess the night before the night before I got there like they didn't have anything uh, else to do so they just went and saw it like that night instead. <laughs> so uh, at, at the time, I was like all pissed. I was like, oh man, I wanted to see that movie too. So like I didn't yeah. get to see it. But like looking back, 
that was the best ten dollars I never spent. Yeah, like, right. So like when I got down there that day, I was just able to spend that ten dollars on like I don't know <laughs> two beers or whatever. And I don't remember what those beers tasted like, but maybe if, if a beer could taste like Bryce Harper, it's like it, it's possible that like that's <laughs> what that beer tasted like because that that's the equivalent of what could have happened with the Cubs if they didn't sign Jason Hayward. Who knows? Maybe Bryce Harper would be on the Cubs right now. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, Jason Hayward uh, as Will Smith in the movie Hancock. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, let's see, who, who will I go with next? Um, well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, my, my, my new boy, Nico Horner. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the Cubs. Yeah. Um, so Nico Horner, like, first of all, the name, if we go name alone, I'll have to, I'd have to pick someone from, like, you know, Debbie Does Dallas or something. Like, <laughs> I think he has, like, a total, like, porn star name yeah. or something. But, um, uh, and, and more realistically, like an early 90s porno, let's mm-hmm. say. Or late 80s, early 90s porno, to be specific. Um, because I feel like guys in the 80s, or in the 70s were still like, you know, like like John Wilson or something. Like they, <laughs> I feel like they didn't really go with like names like that back right. then. But anyway, so... Um, but but when you like you take the the the, the hat off and uh, you look at him a little bit, he kind of looks like a surfer dude a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, or just like a California dude, basically. And like, um, so so I would I would recast him uh, in in one of those roles. I, I would love to say the guy. I'm just gonna do a real real quick shout out to the movie Airborne. Uh, Jack, have you ever seen that movie no, Airborne? I don't it's think about I have. it's about rollerblading. Okay, it's about a kid who like moves from California or goes from California to like uh, Cincinnati. For like the winter, because like his parents are getting a divorce or something, and he's like he's a surfer dude, and um and like a skateboarder, and so like he falls in with this this group of uh, guys uh, who like rollerblade, like all these guys rollerblade for some reason. So it's a rollerblading movie. Oh, okay, but he's a surfer kid. He's a total fish out of water living in Cincinnati, and uh, it might be Jack Black's first movie. Oh really? Jack Black is in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Seth Green is in it also. Ooh, it's like right. a beloved early '90s movie. It's from like '93 or something. Oh yes, yeah. so, I mean I, I know Jack Black was in Waterworld, which was like '95, so maybe okay. this probably predates that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, and, and he might have been in some like smaller thing there, yeah. here or there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so um, uh, I would love to say that guy, but for lack of um, uh, you know familiarity with the listening audience, even though people like my age like love that movie if they, if they found it, uh, I'll say Zach Morris. So, oh yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. Actually, that rings a bell because like some of the there, there's like this shot of Nico Horner in like the dugout without his his, uh-huh. uh, his hat on, yeah. and like yeah, so I can definitely see Zach Morris. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I could see him like you know messing with uh, Belding, Mister right. Belding, and mm-hmm. like you know scheming with Screech or whatever. So that 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 that's that's uh, I can see Nico Horner. As Zach Morris. Nice, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, this next one for me, Jeremy, it's a, it's a bit of a throwback. I, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the uh, the Death Wish movies, uh, but this is uh, uh, it would be Clint Hurdle as Paul Kersey, uh, who is uh, uh, who is Charles Bronson's character from from those movies. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah so sure. so the reason I say this is because so I love those movies and I love Charles Bronson, but uh, the the movie the gist of those movies is that Charles Bronson plays a guy whose uh, uh, wife and daughter get killed by some some punks. So then he uh, he go, they they never find out who did it. So he goes uh, uh, vigilante and he yeah. just starts uh, bringing a gun into sketchy areas of town and like looking for trouble. Uh, <laughs> there was a very uh, a very like poorly done and like uh, definitely inappropriate for 2018 remake uh, with. 
Bruce Willis done by Eli Roth like a year ago, oh. which was really bad. Yeah. Uh, but um, so so the reason I, uh, I I chose Clint Hurdle as Paul Kersey is because Charles Bronson. That first movie was maybe 1973 or 74. Okay. The last one was 1994. Now okay. Char, I think, uh, yeah, 94 probably. So okay. Charles Bronson was about 50 when he did the first movie, and he was, <laughs> I would say he was probably in his 70s when he did that last movie, okay. and he is still whooping ass yeah. in, the, in the 94 one. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that joke on The Simpsons, Jeremy, where it's like uh, it's like Death Wish, uh, Death Wish 15, and it's just Charles Bronson laying in a bed saying, I wish I was dead. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so so Clint Hurdle is a guy like he, you know, he's however old he is, he's in his sixties, but apparently he doesn't have any good hips left. Like yeah. both of his hips have been replaced, yeah. and yet like he's still like. Two managers this season alone have tried to attack Clint Hurdle. <laughs> yeah. Like he's still like he's uh, you know he's still getting in fights with people. I think uh, uh, the Reds manager, uh, yeah, David Bell, uh, yeah, David Bell, like knocked him down. Yeah, and then Joe Madden tried to go after him too. Uh, so it's like you know he, what business does Clint Hurdle have at his age in his like in his health? If you know the the hips, uh, uh, his his quote about that is to be believed. Like, what business does this guy have? Like, trying to like antagonize people and pick fights with them and look yeah. for trouble. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, that that that's my uh, that's Clint uh, Clint Clint Eastwood Clint Hurdle as yeah. Paul Kersey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, uh, famed uh, lump of meat Clint Hurdle. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Let's see. Well, uh, let me go with um, let me go with a, a kind of a, another like a, a kind of like a lesser known person. But uh, Jack, do you know the actor William Atherton? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, um, famous like like the classic like eighties like like uh, uh, heel. Like, yeah, he's always like, playing like kind of a sleaze. Yeah, um, like, yeah. Um, so he was in Real Genius mm-hmm. as like the, uh, the 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 professor who's like trying to like 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 uh, un- like. Like get Val Kilmer kicked out of school or something. Yeah. I think like exactly like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in Die Hard? He might be in Die Hard too. Uh, oh. I, I can't remember if it was Die Hard or Die Hard Two. Yeah, he plays like um, the um, the what's, what's he's a reporter, Paul? right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's he like basically takes the place of the of Ellis Ellis Gleason. Um, yeah, uh, like is it Paul Gleason, the guy who um, the guy from Breakfast Club? Okay. In part one. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't remember what that actor's name is, but are you talking about the guy, uh, Ellis, who's like, I'll take care of this. And yeah. then, uh, you know, um, like they fucking kill him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's trying, like, he comes in and he's like trying to run the show and he doesn't listen to Reginald Vell Johnson. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I feel like William Atherton kind of like is like filling that void because th- those two guys were like the quintessential 80s, like, like hate, hateful, hated guys. Or right. Whatever. Right. But so, and then, uh, and then most famously probably from Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. um, he was a uh, pencil neck or whatever, like, uh, or pencil dick or yeah. whatever. Um, uh, I forget, I forget what his like character's name is now, but, um, um, it's, yeah, it's been a long, actually a long time since I've seen Ghostbusters. But yeah, it's, um, yeah. Uh, so, um, so, uh, so I would say like from a sheer, like, and first when I was thinking about this, like I'm like looking for a sheer, just like lookalikes or whatever I was thinking. And like Mike Fultanovich, uh, kind of looks like William Atherton okay. a little bit, but, uh, just staying in, in that same clubhouse, I would say that, um, like Brian McCann would okay. be a good person. And like, not, yeah. and so just, and this is like a, a sheer attitude, uh, ha- casting. Sure. Like, yeah. It's it- like, you know, the screenwriter had someone in mind, uh, like what they look like. And then, 
Brian McCann gets an audition and just blows him away by being just an unlikable fucking asshole. Yeah, well, I mean, you talk about a guy who's always uh, enforcing the unwritten rules of, of baseball. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I'm surprised that uh, he, you know, he wasn't involved in some way with that Miles Mikolas thing where uh, yeah. the guy ran across the mound the other week. Yeah, he probably like called into the the clubhouse and he was like, "Hey, give me Miles." He's like, "Miles, good job, man. Good job to get fucking instantly angry about a fucking stupid thing." Yeah. Um, um, we, we had commented, I think, earlier this year that Brian McCann is now back on the Braves, but yeah. like that flew, I think that flew under everybody's radar. Like nobody, yeah. nobody had any idea how he actually got back to the Braves. No one knew. No one cared. Nope. Uh, yeah. No, no one noticed. No. Nope. Um, yeah. Yeah. So screw Brian McCann. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to say, uh, uh, as far as Braves catchers, this wasn't one on my list, but I was going to say that Evan Gaddis would be uh, uh, Matt Damon's character from Goodwill Hunting. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Matt for sure. Damon was the janitor, right, at the at Harvard? Yeah. Who? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. The Jack and Janitor, folks. I think that's a reference <laughs> to our first one of our first episodes. Ah, yeah, for sure. Evan Gaddis. Um, Walter Peck was uh, his name, his character's name in uh, William Atherton's name in. Uh, uh, Ghostbusters. Okay, excellent, excellent. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so Jeremy, I have uh, uh, Brett Gardner as okay. Jack Ryan. Um, Brett Gardner as Jack Ryan. So in, okay. in any in any of the Jack Ryan movies, the reason okay. I say that, Jeremy, <laughs> is because Jack Ryan's a boring character. Like <laughs> yeah. in any any incarnation of that character, whether it's uh, the the Harrison Ford one or the Alec Baldwin one, or I think uh, one of those uh, one of the the modern hunks has played him with one of the one of the Chris was Chris Pratt was um, no no it wasn't Chris Pratt no uh, Jack uh, no uh, not uh, what's his name the guy from the office uh, oh Krakowski, yeah Jim. yeah uh, John Kr- John Krakowski yeah John Krakowski yeah. played him uh, yeah so it's it's just like uh, he's but he's a boring character like there's nothing what what's like Jack Ryan's thing is he just like supposed to be some really good agent for the CIA or FBI or something yeah I, 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 I've seen all of those movies but it's it's never there's nothing that stands out about the guy yeah but but yet they keep bringing him back there there's uh, he's got so much longevity and the same is true with Brett Gardner. Like yeah. there's there's nothing like what what is there? Why has Brett Gardner been on the Yankees for like uh, twelve years now? Yeah, no. What what does he bring to the? This is a team that can have any player he wants, and yet like Brett Gardner just has all of this uh, staying power. You would think that like a scrappy like shaved head guy like like he seems just like kind of like a like a just a baseball guy or whatever. Yeah. Like you would think. I guess maybe that that's that's proof that like that kind of stuff doesn't fly in New York because like no one gives a crap about him. Like I feel like if he was on the White Sox. He would be like, like, like Hall of, like, yeah, you know, some, some, like Jerry Reinsdorf would, would get him in the Hall of Fame somehow. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's just it does, that shit doesn't fly in New York. It's no. like, it's like, hey, what, you know, you're not like obviously he's been on the team, but it's like, yeah, they could make him a star, but he's just kind of like a guy that he's like that that is still on the roster year after year, and no one really like you know takes notice of him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he would have a statue at Guaranteed Rate Field. Yeah. Um uh and you know there there's stuff like earlier this year with uh the with the Aaron Boone uh brawl when he was taking his not brawl but argument <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, like yeah. he started that. He's the one who incited yeah. that whole thing cuz <laughs> yeah. he was taking his bat uh he was mad about a strike call so he was taking his bat and hitting it against the the roof of the dugout. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. what are you a child dude? It almost reminds me of the episode of Seinfeld where uh to speak of the Yankees too where Kramer thinks he sees uh, Joe DiMaggio in, in Dinky Donuts, mm-hmm. and he starts like pounding the table, like pounding the table, like trying to get his attention. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
Gardner's like hitting it until the ump finally turns around and says like, "All right, Brad, what do you want?" Right, right, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, I just want to say I had a complete brain fart on that John Krasinski thing. Like, uh, I, John, yeah, do we say John? Uh, what do you say? Krakow- Jane, Jane Krakowski yeah, yeah, is the actor, we con- but John Krasinski. Yeah, um, we're conflating NBC. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, NBC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like uh, yeah, Brett Gardner as Jack Ryan. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, let's see who I got here. Well, let's go with. Um, uh, um, I got a I got a twofer here. Mm-hmm. So I'm recasting Tommy Boy, mm-hmm. and I'm casting Kyle Schwarber and Kyle Hendricks. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, can you see? I feel like I can see Kyle Schwarber like going Chris Farley. Yeah, in, yeah. in a way. Like, okay, I think okay. I think you make it that make that work a little bit. Even even the svelte uh, Kyle Schwarber. For sure. I, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely feel like uh, some of his outfield play has been has bordered on slapstick. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he has those moments. Yeah. Right, and and I, I mean, Kyle Hendricks definitely as like the David Spade like smarmy guy. Yeah. I, I've never actually heard Hendricks give an interview, but I mean, just having known that he went to Dartmouth, like he, uh-huh. I think he could have that uh, like capacity for like a dry sort of humor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think so. Like just like the straight laced guy to like uh, Kyle Schwarber, keeping it in the family there, like with the Cubs, like. I think that would be a funny pairing just to see them in some sort of like odd couple scenario or something would be pretty funny yeah yeah yeah, it would is is i i always mix up and i did this on a previous podcast uh tommy boy and black Black, and black sheep yeah is is tommy boy the one where uh chris farley goes kill whitey that's black sheep that's black sheep too i okay so i i apparently just think Black Sheep is Tommy Boy. Here's a maybe controversial stance. I think Black Sheep is better than Tommy Boy. Yeah. I think it's funnier. I think joke for joke, it's funnier than, than Tommy Boy. Is Black Sheep also, is that the one where the deer destroys their car? Um, and then, and that's then, Tommy Boy. That's Tommy Boy. Yeah, and then Chris Tommy Farley Boy. goes, that was awesome, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen either of those movies in quite some time. Yeah, me and my me and my wife, uh, we watched Black Sheep just a couple months ago. Really? Okay, so that's why you're so familiar with Black Sheep. Yeah. Well, okay. dude, I'll tell you this. I I remember coming home from high school like every day, like junior year or something, and just watching like Tommy Boy. Like, yeah. Every day because it was sure. like it was on HBO like every day. One of those. Summer. One of those things. Yeah. Yeah, and I would watch it like every day. Apparently, I didn't leave the house. I just watched Tommy Boy all summer. Right. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I was sad that school came back. I'm like, I gotta relive the magic, and I just would run home and watch Tommy Boy <laughs> from like 3 p.m. to 4:30 or whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so um. Yeah, you know, I think that that would be an, an interest, interesting pairing there. Nice. Sure. I have uh, Mike Trout as Forrest Gump. Okay, all right. I mean, so so the whole thing about Forrest Gump is that, um, you know, he's just kind of this uh, this plain dude um, who, who just happens to be involved in some of the most remarkable events in history, sort yeah. of almost unbeknownst to him. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike, Mike Trout is sort of like that as well. I mean, first of all, like it's, it's generally acknowledged that Mike Trout is... Probably the best baseball player of this decade. Yeah. Uh, definitely, maybe maybe one of the best ever when you look at all-time stats, although it's so hard to compare players over uh, eras just because of the way pitchers are used and, and et cetera. But, um, yeah, Mike Trout is just like this. He's the best player in baseball, yep. and he's just this, this boring guy who's like, uh, you know, 
like he's never even on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah. Like it's always like the Cubs or the Dodgers. Like they can't even get this guy on national television. The, the most exciting, except for at, at Eagles games, which is yeah. probably the most exciting that the most like exciting look into his, him as a person is. I, I was gonna say that. Like the, I feel like the MLB had to grasp onto something. They're like, we need something, anything. It's like, yeah. okay. This guy's an Eagles fan. Like yeah. let's show him at every Eagles game. Yeah. Um, he may be more of an Eagles fan than a baseball fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, uh, so so that's that's like the one interesting thing about Mike Trout, but that's not even interesting. No, it's not. Being <laughs> a fan of a football team is not that interesting. No, um, but that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing about Mike Trout. So yeah, Mike Trout is definitely just this like boring guy who flies under everybody's radar, but he's also the the best player in the league. Yeah, for sure. Hey, did was Forrest Gump ever involved in the World Series? In the movie? Uh, you know what? No, he wasn't. Uh, oh, so he is like Mike Trout. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that you saw me tipping. I was trying to right. set you up for that one. No, no. It was, uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, an easy setup. So, yes. yeah, Mike, Mike Trout is Forrest Gump. Okay, I like it. Nice. Um, Jack, I got one more yeah. here. Um, I got uh, Randy Johnson. Ooh, okay. As Wild Bill from Deadwood. <laughs> Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Keith Carradine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's who. Wait, that's who played. Yeah, Keith Carradine played uh, played Wild Bill Hickok. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, is he the one? Wait, is he the one who gets shot? Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, not so, Buffalo. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, yeah I get that's not. So at first, I thought you were. I thought I thought you were going to go. My brain was going to uh, Buffalo Bill from uh, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, and <laughs> that, Randy Johnson is that scary. Yeah, to yeah. Play that uh, character. Yeah, I can see that too. It's almost almost like well, it's like we'll have to stagger those shooting schedules so he can do both. Actually, you know what? We've talked about Tom Noonan on this podcast before, but ah, he yes. would be he would be more of a uh, a candidate to play. <laughs> Tom Noonan's <laughs> character from from yeah from Manhunter yeah for sure um, but yeah uh, so that that's a great choice he looks like so Randy Johnson looks a lot like Keith Carradine from uh, from Deadwood yeah for sure yeah um, yeah let me uh, let me just pull up a picture here but oh yeah uh, and that that is a great show folks if you if you've never seen Deadwood yeah and if and if you haven't I, I really apologize for that massive spoiler well, alert, which could like ruin the whole uh, it happens in episode four it which does. is even more of a spoiler. But like I, I think that <laughs> you know, yeah, about forty-seven minutes into the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly think that that's one of those things where it's like if you didn't already know about it, um, you know, it's it's not it's not that much of a surprise. Uh, and yeah, Jack McCall is played by the great Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah, um, who's who's also fantastic. Yeah, that's a good call, Jeremy. Well, I will. I, I got to just say though that like when that happened in Deadwood, like uh-huh. having not known about old, the old West history or whatever, like that was like I think that's one of the most brilliant like surprise deaths or twists or whatever sure. in a in a show because it's like for four episodes they committed to him kind of being like the star of the show yeah and then they fucking kill him like yeah like, I, that's one of the things that made it so awesome yeah yeah, so again, yeah. i really apologize for the huge <laughs> spoiler there uh, but uh but yeah but um yeah you know i don't know i could see that like uh randy johnson just like um you know he's he kind of carried himself as some sort of tough guy or whatever but uh like he was brought down by the new york media his first day in New York, like uh-huh. he, some guy stuck a camera in his face and like he lost all cool, and that's kind of like him just getting shot. Right. Yeah. Basically. I, I think I was at the uh, I was at the gym or I was out somewhere the other day, and like I actually heard a group of guys talking about like when Randy Johnson hit uh, that bird the with bird. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So that's yeah. like that's still. Uh, 
uh, an instance that like that that's like a, the you know the shootout at the OK Corral or something, <laughs> yeah, which right. I don't think I don't know if Wild Bill was involved in <laughs> yeah. that, but um, but yeah, that's like you know that's like a very famous thing in the annals of baseball history for sure. Um, Jeremy, I have one more. I have right. one more. Right, uh, so see. it is uh, Dave Dombrowski uh-huh. as the aliens from Independence Day. <laughs> uh, have you seen Have you seen Independence Day? You familiar I've, with it? I've only seen parts of it. I've never seen okay. the whole thing. Okay, uh, Raging Against the Machine again yeah, here. Right. So uh, the aliens in Independence Day, their their whole thing is that like they'll uh, uh, go to a planet and basically harvest it for all it's worth, just take everything away okay. from it, and then leave, and then just leave the planet with nothing. Uh-huh. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, their yeah. main goal. Okay. Um, and so so that's that's Dave Dombrowski in a nutshell. Yeah. Like this guy, you, you hire this guy, you know what you're getting yeah. when you hire him. Yeah. He's gonna you know he's gonna he's gonna win you a World Series or at least get you damn close to it. But then, you know, when he's gone, like, you got nothing. Yeah, no prospects, no, no. farm team. No, 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 no nothing. Um, yeah. you're, uh, you, you are, have just been ravaged. Uh, so, so, yeah, it seems, I hope that doesn't happen to the Boston Red Sox here. Well, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. If we'll you look see. at their farm system, they, they don't have much. Like, Michael Chavis was, uh, Chavis whatever, yep. was, like, their top prospect for a couple of years now. And he yep. came up, and I think he's hurt or whatever. I mean, like, and he came up with a bit of a flourish, but... I don't think anyone's projecting him to be some sort of like franchise player right. or anything. Yeah, like, he might be like a good. He 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 actually reminds me of Will Middle, Middlebrooks a little bit, like someone who who's going to hit for power, but maybe might not have staying power. Right. So maybe he'll also end his career on the Brewers, yeah. just like just like Will Middlebrooks <laughs> did. Um, yeah, and yeah. the rotation looks really bad too. Uh, well, I'm going for. I guess if Sale and Price can get healthy, it's not it's not going to be. But um, yeah. you know, if they can be what they were, but like so, those are two like b- bad contracts. Sales extension doesn't kick in until next year, and then they also have Evaldi on like a, a new extension. You know, they yeah. gave that guy like sixty eight million dollars because he pitched well in one extra inning World yeah. Series. Yeah, game. right. Exactly. Um, I wonder if um, if De- Dave Nebrowski ends up going to either the Giants or the Dodgers. Maybe Will Smith can punch him in the face, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and just destroy any credibility that any sort of alien character might have by having Will Smith punch you. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you know. You know, Jeremy. I, I thought. Um, I guess speaking of Independence Day, I might as well just say this joke. Um, you know, because <laughs> I have no other form to do it, and it's going to be old news uh, <laughs> soon. But uh, and this is not baseball related. This is NFL related, and you know, so it's about Antonio Brown, and it's not any of the recent Antonio Brown. Okay. News. It's sure. when when it was actually Saturday, so recent. There's been more Antonio Brown news since Ooh, then. Yeah. But it was on on Saturday. Um, I think he put on Instagram. Uh, he put like Raiders release me. Yep. And uh, you know, there's a famous clip from Independence Day where you just got a guy like up against a, a glass wall and like the alien has taken like its tentacle is around his uh, <laughs> his throat and the it's like the alien talking through this guy and he goes. Release me, <laughs> release me, and like he should have just po- he should have just posted that on his yeah. in- on his Instagram, yeah, you know, because that would have been that would have been funny. I would have respected him, but you know, no, he's just a douchebag. Yeah, so he, yes, yeah, seems like it. Seems like <laughs> to kind of bring things back to to that. Um, yeah, so those are all the ones I had, Jeremy. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about, like, you know, we got to be careful not to turn this into a movie podcast. Yeah. But today, uh, you know, I think we did it successfully. Yeah, you know, we'll always be to- to- towing that line of movie podcast, food podcast. But um, I feel like this is another episode that we could probably do a, a part two of right. at some point, you know? Yep, 100%. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so, all right. Well, um, you know, hopefully uh, you guys have your list of uh, casting sheets as well. Yeah, send and, them uh, over if you have any. Yeah, for sure. At Rain Delay Pod on 
uh, social media. Uh, but that'll do it for this week. Um, uh, you know, we're we're looking forward to the home stretch of the league here uh, um, of the season. We got about uh, a little over a week left, I think. Yep. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Um, it should yeah. be exciting, uh, should be as, exciting. As, as it always is. And then we'll have the playoffs to talk about. So yeah, for sure. So it'll be good. All right. Uh, for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Sikowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.